Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and before we get rolling with today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, download, give it a five-star rating, and tell five friends about this podcast. Let's dig into it, Jayhawk fans. It's been a great couple of weeks for the Jayhawks. They've won seven of their last eight games. They've been beating ranked teams left and right. And don't look now, but the Jayhawks are on a five-game winning streak. I know last week on the podcast we talked about how they had that little bump in the road in January with a three-game losing streak. But right now, they're on a five-game winning streak. They've won seven of their last eight games. And they are now number one in the Big 12 Conference. They are tied with Texas, but they beat Texas already once this year. So technically they have the tiebreaker over Texas to be the number one team in the Big 12. They will play Texas later. The last game of the regular season, March 1st, will be at Texas. So that's going to be a huge game. But for right now, Kansas, number one in the Big 12 standings. The Big 12 Conference still has six ranked teams. KU now ranked number three in the nation. So the Jayhawks had that dip in January. Now they're climbing back up to the top, not only in the Big 12 conference standings, but in the national standings as well, all the way back up into the top five to the number three spot. Houston currently ranked number one. They're going to be in the Big 12 next year, by the way. You've got Alabama number two and Kansas number three. I will dive into in just a little bit how I think Kansas can sneak their way up to being the number one ranked team in the nation, if not in the polls, at least in March Madness, being the number one overall seed in the tournament. I will talk about that here coming up in just a little bit, but I want to talk about the absolutely fantastic weekend that the Jayhawks had. The long weekend, it was President's Day weekend, so you had the game on Saturday against Baylor, you had the game on Monday night, big Monday against TCU. Let's go back to that game on Saturday against Baylor. What happened to the Jayhawks in the first half? I still don't know. But what happened was the Jayhawks got out to a, an early deficit like they have so many times a season. We talk about it almost every week on this podcast. KU is just one of those teams that falls behind early, and then what do they do? They come back, and more to- often than not, they come back and get a win. 22-5 and five on the season. So what's happening right now with the Kansas Jayhawks? They get down early in that game against Baylor. They're down by up to 17 points. Kansas was losing by 17 points in the first half. Ultimately, they were losing by 13 points at halftime. And then Bill Self goes into halftime. Head coach Bill Self goes into the locker room at halftime, gives some sort of miraculous speech. He's been doing this a lot the last couple of years. And they come out of halftime with their tails lit on fire. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. Kansas fights all the way back, goes on a huge run to start the second half. And after a steal by Dewan Harris and a three-pointer by Grady Dick, Kansas takes the lead and never gives it back. Kansas goes all the way up from down 17 points in the first half against Baylor to up 18 points at one point in the second half. I don't know how it happens. 
I don't know if it's Allen Fieldhouse magic. I don't know if it's Bill Self and his halftime speeches. I don't know if it's the players just getting their heads out of their butts and running out there and actually playing defense and deciding they're going to turn this game around. Maybe it's a combination of all three of those things. But Kansas down 17 in the first half all the way to taking an 18-point lead in the second half. So down 17 in the first half. I might have just said that wrong, but up 18 in the second half. And they end up winning by 16 points. They beat Baylor 87-71. And this was a team that the Jayhawks lost to by six points in January during that three-game losing streak. They come out there and beat Baylor, who, by the way, top 10 team. Baylor was ranked number nine going into that matchup against Kansas. Kansas wins at 87-71. And then they're right back at it. They're right back at it on Big Monday. They go into this game against TCU, a top 25 squad. I believe TCU ranked number 22 in the nation. This was a revenge game for Kansas. Kansas lost by 23 points at home to TCU during that losing streak in January. That loss feels like forever ago at this point. But it's only been a month. So what happens... On Big Monday with Kansas. They are playing at TCU. This was a before the game. Bill Self said this team is going to be tougher to beat on the road than it is at home. And they lost to him by over 20 points at home. So Bill Self going to this game knew he had to talk it up to his players. Saying they had to come out there and fight. Be prepared for whatever TCU was going to bring their way. And they did. They came out. They didn't fall behind early like they did against Baylor. They didn't fall behind early like they did against TCU earlier in the season. They held their own. It was a back-and-forth battle in the first half. Kansas ends up leading 33-29 at the end of the first half. And you're looking you're looking at the, the box score. I don't typically like to look at the box score until after the game is over. But Jalen Wilson with two points in the first half. When you see Jalen Wilson had only two points in the first half and what Kansas was able to do being ahead 33-29 at halftime, it came down to this. Grady Dick stepped up once again. I know he had the huge game on Valentine's Day. Career-high 26 points that night. For Grady Dick, 14 first-half points to keep the Jayhawks afloat. He ended up with 19.6 rebounds. Jalen Wilson only finished the game with 7 points, but he did have 13 rebounds. So that's a game where Jalen Wilson isn't scoring the the rock. he's, He's still playing hard. He's still getting rebounds. He's still hustling. He just can't score for whatever reason. Jalen Wilson's still giving you minutes. He was in a little bit of foul trouble. But Grady Dick leads the way with 19 points, 6 rebounds. Dewan Harris Jr., five rebounds, eight assists, six points, which is is critical. We're going to talk about that six points here coming up in just a little bit. You had Kevin McCuller Jr. He is just your classic do-everything player in this Bill Self offense. 15 points, seven rebounds, three assists. And then you get some good minutes from Ernest Uday Jr. Had a couple fantastic dunks. Six points total on the day. Kansas wins it 63-58 on the road at TCU on Big Monday. 
And Grady Dick leads the way with 19 points. You love to see it. Three three-pointers for Grady Dick. He's the only Jayhawk who scored a three-pointer during the game against TCU, which that's a little bit concerning, but they get the win 63-58. And as I was looking through my notes, five straight wins for the Jayhawks, two wins over top 10 teams, three wins over top 25 teams, and it's just something that Kansas, you're hoping that they can do. You're hoping that they can get out of that little losing streak. They did, and now they're back on the straight and narrow path, getting the wins that they need to boost themselves up for another run in March Madness. And after this quick break, I'm going to talk about the leaders on this team, what they're doing to get them back into national title contention, not just Big 12 title contention, but national title contention And we're going to get to that right after this break. So these past two wins over Baylor and TCU have shown the resolve of this Kansas team that they are the defending national champions, but only two regular contributors from that team remained in Lawrence, Kansas. After last year, they lost Christian Brown, first-round draft pick, Ochai Abaji, first-round draft pick, David McCormick, one of the best centers Kansas has seen in a long time. They lost all these key players from that national championship team. And what does Bill Self do? He gets Jalen Wilson and Dewan Harris to buy in to lead this team with some young players on it. Grady Dick, freshman phenom, but he is a freshman. You've got MJ Rice coming off the bench, Ernest Uday also a freshman coming off the bench, and you have the emergence of K.J. Adams. Plus, you needed Kevin McCuller Jr., who was a transfer, to be able to feel like he was fitting right in with this team. And that's what Jalen Wilson and Dewan Harris have done. They've built this team together, along with head coach Bill Self, of course, to where everybody feels like they're included, everybody feels like they belong on this team, feels like they genuinely like each other, that they're a brotherhood. I know that's kind of a cliche that's put throughout sports, But it seems like it's true in this case. So when you have a night where Jalen Wilson isn't scoring points, they can lean on a Grady Dick. When Dewan Harris isn't having his best game, if he gets in foul trouble, you've got a guy like Kevin McCuller Jr. who can step up. And they've climbed their way back up to the top of the standings in the Big 12, top three in the latest AP poll as well, and Kansas is setting themselves up for a one seed in this neck in this NCAA tournament that's coming up. Potentially the number one overall seed if they're somehow able to win out. Now, hear me out here. I know that the Jayhawks can't look ahead like I can. I know it's one game at a time for the players and the coaches. But as somebody who's just talking about the team, I'm looking ahead a little bit here. So obviously the team's not going to be doing this. This is just me projecting ahead they've got two games their next two games are at home against West Virginia and Texas Tech I'm chalking those up to wins so it's going to come down to the final week of the season at Texas potentially to see who could be the outright winner in the Big 12 the number one seed in the Big 12 tournament is on the line potentially in that last game as well and when they close out the regular season in Texas If they win that game, that will secure them a number one seed in the NCAA tournament, no matter what happens in the Big 12 tournament. The Big 12 
is one of the toughest. They, they're not one of the toughest. They are the toughest basketball conference this year. So no matter what happens in the Big 12 tournament, if Kansas wins out, beats West Virginia at home, beats Texas Tech at home, beats a top 10 Texas team on the road, Kansas will be a one seed no matter what happens in the Big 12 tournament. They could get upset in the second round of the tournament. Wouldn't be a huge deal. They would still get a number one seed. I do believe that. Considering how tough the Big 12 conference is this year, I could easily see another team winning the Big 12 tournament. It's anybody's game once you get to Kansas City. But the Jayhawks, the the Jayhawks aren't going to go down without a fight. They could win the Big 12 regular season. They could win the Big 12 tourney as well. They could just go on a tear here and go absolutely bonkers in Kansas City, of course. But what Kansas has that no other team in college basketball has is an NCAA best 14 quad one wins. We talked about the quad one wins last week. Essentially, it's just uh, the top of top tier of college basketball teams are in quad one. Then you go quad two, quad three, quad four. Kansas has 14 quad one wins. That is five more quad one wins than the next best team. And they can add to that list. Beating West Virginia and Texas Tech at home will not give them quad one wins. However, they go on the road and beat Texas. That is going to be their 15th quad one win of the 2022-2023 season. That is absolutely unreal to have a team have 15 quad one wins in one season. That's why I think they're going to be a number one seed in this tournament. The way that Bill Self has navigated this season has been very impressive. One of the most, it is the most impressive resume uh, of any team in the country at this point. So not only is Self having one of his best coaching years to date, not only is Kansas having one of the best seasons to date, even though their their record is twenty two and five on the season, they have. 14 quad one wins. Nobody else is even close. So earlier in the show, I was talking about Dewan Harris, how he scored six points against TCU and how that was such a critical number. Dewan Harris isn't really known for his scoring ability, but he can score when you need him to. And here's the stat that's been flying around for Kansas Jayhawks guard Dewan Harris Jr. The Jayhawks are 22-0 and on the season. When Dewan Harris Jr. scores four points or more. You heard that right. All Dewan Harris Jr. has to do is score four points and the Jayhawks are undefeated. 22-0 on the season. If you go back to last season, they're on a 32-game winning streak when Dewan Harris Jr. scores four points or more. It is truly a bizarre... But true stat, nonetheless. DeWan Harris Jr., get him four points, you're going to get a win. It's weird. It's crazy. But it's true. The offense still is going to run through Jalen Wilson. But DeWan Harris, you just got to get him four points. <laughs> and then he will take over the game. So even when Her- it, when Wilson's having an off night, you still see Harris out there as the table setter getting eight eight assists. Still getting six points, like I said, against TCU. But if Wilson's having an off night, you can lean on other guys. 
Grady Dick. Maybe it's Kevin McCullough Jr. Maybe you get Joseph Yesifu off the bench that can come in. And that's what's impressive about this Kansas team over the last couple of weeks. They had depth issues the first part of the season and the first part of the Big 12 schedule. But these last couple of weeks, even when they've had depth concerns, their guys off the bench have been stepping up. And that's what's important for this Kansas team as they're about to head into March. You've got Grady Dick, whose legend is only going to grow if he continues hitting big shots going into March. And Dick's been the big energy guy for them, for this squad. Flying around after loose balls. He's become a better defender as the season's gone along. And Kevin McCullough Jr., of course, he's the guy that was uh, defensive uh, Big 12 player of the year last year. And he's on the Kansas Jayhawks now, setting these guys up for what could be another great run. You think about it, the Kansas Jayhawks have not been able, in their history, their storied history, their proud program history, the Kansas Jayhawks have never had back-to-back national championships. It's tough to do. Not many teams have done it. It's been since the mid-2000s when the Florida Gators did it when we, since we've seen a back-to-back national championship team. This Kansas team has what it takes to become back-to-back national champions. You look over the last week and a half what they've done, beating a top-10 Texas team, beating a top-10 Baylor team, the way that they beat those teams, Kansas led in that Texas game from start to finish, Kansas down in the first half by 18 points to Baylor. Come back and win the game by 16 points. Go on the road to beat a top 25 TCU team that just absolutely demolished you at home about a month ago. This Kansas team has what it takes. And going into March, they might be peaking at the right time. Got to beat West Virginia and Texas Tech at home the next couple of games. Then they've got their last regular season game at Texas before heading in to the Big 12 tournament and then March Madness, where I think they can be the number one overall seed if things work out the way that they want it to. So that they can play in the Midwest bracket, so that they can play in Des Moines, so they can play in Kansas City when they reach the Sweet 16. It is going to be an exciting next few weeks for the Kansas Jayhawks. That about does it for today's episode. You can get at me on Twitter at Jayhawker Talker. We can keep the conversation going there. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. See what everybody's writing about over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. It is a great site. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.